Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fan of the Flames Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Reynolds, and today we have Kyle Griesinger on the pod. We don't. Unfortunately. Oh, no, unfortunately not. He, we just got word that he's not going to be able to make it. He's in California right now on that work trip still, but that's okay. So... We do have James Knuckles on the pod, which we're excited about. Uh, welcome back, James. How we doing? Doing well, doing well. Having a good day, just watching football. It's been a good day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and Jeremiah Flincham, of course. Man, he's back, too, and I'm excited to have him on the pod again. Um, and uh, how we doing today, Jeremiah? I'm doing great. Um, like James was saying, just been watching football. Um, just got home recently. It's in the last like few minutes to get on the pod here with you guys. Excited to be on again and uh, ready to talk some flame football. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. What a game uh, Thursday night. Uh, it's strange that we're recording right now on a Saturday night. This will come out Sunday. And then we have a quick turnaround for Tuesday night. Um, and that's at Jacksonville State. Um, on ESPNU, maybe we'll get the flex to ESPN like that Louisiana Tech West Kentucky game does. But before we get to that, we'll talk about uh, this twenty-one to sixteen win for our beloved Flames, pulling out a squeaker. Um, and I'll just say this: I tried to tell y'all, I tried to tell you this game was going to be close, and um, you know it's. Uh, I'm happy we we're we're sitting here five and zero. This is a huge game coming up. We'll talk quite a bit about this uh, game, Sam Houston, and then we'll roll right into the um, Jacksonville State game. This is gonna be a quick pod. Um, can't wait to talk it up with you guys. Um, let's start it off, uh, Jeremiah. What was your first thoughts on this game? I know that uh, you uh, turned into a horse on Friday because you couldn't speak. Um, how are you doing now? Um, I guess my voice is a little bit better. It sounds a little bit better to me. Um, I had absolutely no voice, especially at the end of the game there. Um, it was gone for at least two days. Um, but I'm, well, sorry, almost two days. Um, but I'm glad to have that back because what a heart attack I almost had. Like this game was, I figured it would be a close game. I figured it would be a good game. I knew Sam Houston's defense was very good, but man, I was not expecting it to be down to the wire and with potential of Sam Houston winning it there at the end. But glad we got the dub and uh, looking forward to uh, going down to Jacksonville State. Yeah, I agree. It's um, It was a fun win, uh, regardless of the – I mean, I wasn't that nervous, not because I'm saying like, you know, I don't no, you weren't at all. Like, oh. um, I was, I was pretty chill. I was like, ah, it, let's, this is it. I was like, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know what it, it, it is, what it is. I just, it's a little bit different for me, I guess. But, uh, you know, I know both James and Jeremiah, had both sides of me screaming, yelling, going crazy. I couldn't scream because I didn't want to lose my voice because I still had to talk the next day and. Uh, do sales so <laughs> unfortunately I couldn't be doing that because I knew my voice was going to be gone um, but um, that's the fun part about these midweek games I guess at going to work the next day um, James how you doing how you doing how you feeling about this uh, win yeah um, 
Similar thoughts to Jeremiah. My voice wasn't as gone. It was definitely a little hoarse, but I was fine. I still had to coach the next day, so I saved a little bit. Um, we, because I wasn't on last week, I guess my score prediction would have been 21 to 7 because I figured they would keep us to a low amount of points, but uh, I did not expect their offense to be as good as they were. I knew they had potential, but just hadn't seen it. Um, so, yeah, that was a surprise, just how, how well they came out and threw the ball and ran the ball. Um, the first two drives were like, oh, well, okay, this is a game. Um, and then the defense has settled in there for a little bit, but I'm glad to see uh, Liberty's defense at the end when they looked like they were getting torched uh, do that bend, don't break act because they have done that a lot on a few drives this year against other teams. And, uh, man, got to shout out Kobe for that one. Yeah, yeah, it was a heck of a play, and um, man, it was a good, hard-fought win. But um, yeah, there's a lot to be worked on, um, and we'll get into that real quick. Um, starting off, let's just uh, talk about um, the atmosphere for the midweek on the mountain. Jeremiah, how did it feel for be um, playing a midweek mountain game and? What were your first thoughts? I thought it was pretty exciting personally, and you know, I'm, I'm I was excited to be there. Yeah, um, first thoughts on that were you know excited to be playing CUSA ball. Um, a little bit nervous, obviously, to see how the uh, crowd would, would respond on a Thursday night game. You know, you'd have people coming straight from, straight in from work, and you know, some people obviously would you know not be able to make it because of work or other factors in the uh, midweek, but um, I was very happy with, honestly, um, I think we had a, it was like 17,100 people there in the stands. Um, the one thing that I really want to point out as well is, um, you know, just the attendance is that the, the crowd's getting a lot better as far as, you know, getting loud uh, in crucial moments, um, especially there at the end, man, like I could not be any more proud of Flames Nation uh, especially there at the end of that last drive, trying to keep uh, Sam Houston out of the end zone. Um, it was a great atmosphere overall. Had a lot of fun at the tailgates. Um, students showed out. I love that. Um, it's always great to see the students show up and pack out the student section. They were also extremely loud. Uh, shout out to the Jokers, obviously, uh, helping lead the way with that. Um, it was a great, great atmosphere, and uh, I'm looking forward to the next one on the mountain. Yeah, the, my biggest uh, downplay was that they didn't stay. Um, that was kind of frustrating, you know. Uh, I mean, I get maybe some people have things to do or whatever, but, um, you know, it's a close game. You're already there. I mean, what are you doing? Um, if it was a blowout, I get it. I really do. But I didn't really understand that. So it, it is what it is. You move on. You, you Hopefully um, – that will wake up some of this uh, student section and this fan base. And I, I'm talking about the ones who stayed. That's great. But I'm talking about the ones that left. Maybe they'll wake them up like, hey, we're going to need them every single game. And if we pack it totally, then it's going to be just even better. So, um, yeah, James, what was your thoughts? Yeah, say, say, say first off, the, the 17,000 on a midweek game is – Pretty crazy, pretty good number. Um, it's only about two thousand less than average, um, so that was exciting. Um, and I, and I know that a lot of students left, but I don't think it was any more than a Saturday. Like in, in the total number of students that left, so it 
it, it was a little bit consistent on that, which I'm glad. I just wish that in the future, like whether it's a Saturday or midweek game, that the students would stay. Um, and that's always been an issue with with the students, just in the fact of, um, you know, you're always going to have the girls that are there for the pictures and then they're going to go hang out afterwards elsewhere, but they leave before the game ends. Um, but um, there's also just, I, I think, a, a large group of students that they come for the game and then they decide they have something else that's more pressing. And it's like, okay, for some of those situations, yeah, but like, you're there for your for your school like show up be there like stay for four quarters like we do four quarters of year for a reason i think we could do a better job with that but like i think there's definitely some growth there for the students um but as jeremiah said um the other side where we sit now is was really good at the end of the game um i'm always disappointed throughout the game because they don't get up except in big moments, um, which I'm not expecting them to stand the whole game. Like it's a long football game, but I think just being loud or louder in during the game would be a huge improvement. But overall, I think it's really good for a first midweek game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. And I, I appreciate the crowd on our side. I mean, a lot of them come and then they stay even with the ones with youngins. So that's the crazy thing. These students say, oh, I mean, trust me, trust me, students that are listening to this podcast, life ain't going to get easier once you get out of college. <laughs> Your True little deadlines and stuff. True Dude, that. That's, if that's so bad, old discussion board, get it done before you go to the game. You, there's a reason why they're letting classes out, you know, before noon. It's really not that difficult. I used to think the same thing. Like, oh, life is, I'm going to have more time when I'm, no, you <laughs> no, no, you're, you're not. not. <laughs> no, you're not. Stop it. Stop lying to yourself. Anyways, moving in to the game, though. Yeah, I just want to talk a little bit of offense, defense here, and uh, get our players of the games. Just um, and so this is all going to be one whole segment here, in the sense of because uh, we're trying to pound this out here. Um, just uh, offensively and defensively, defense. They struggled. Um, uh, they came up big and when it mattered, um, but uh, we, we, I'd be lying to you if that was our best performance. But like I said, um, you know, those bye week, you come off that bye week and people could say it's rusty. You could say whatever. It's, uh, it's expected from a young team. People forget how young this defense is. You have your Quinton Reese's, you have your Tyron Dupree's, um, Colby Singleton, uh, Andy Charles. But outside of that, a lot of freshmen and sophomores. Um, so this is a very young defense, very talented, but they're 18, 19, 20 years old. So that's my first thing. And I'm tired of hearing it with people um, sometimes that are like, oh, our defense is inconsistent. Well, of course it is. It's going to be like that every week for the rest of the season. You're going to have that. And probably next year, too. I mean, it's just – it's how it goes. Last year, our defense um, played great. Well, let's not forget that they gave up 14 points to Gardner-Webb. You know, they they struggled against um, some other lower-tier teams too. So, like – and UAB ran the ball all over us, and if it wasn't for them fumbling the ball a billion times because of the rain, 
we may not win that game. So, and this year, we haven't played an offense really yet. Um, we've had some talented teams, but teams that haven't put it all together. As you're seeing, UB starting to put some t- put some things together. Um, New Mexico State won against FIU, and then FIU's a young offense. And the Bowling Green, I mean, they're they're doing all right. So, Sam Houston State. Very battle-tested offensively and defense, and you saw that. That defense has been playing together for a very long time. Those defensive ends and defense tackles absolutely bowling most of our offensive line, which is our strength of the D, the offense, excuse me. And then on top of that, you know, we had a lot of injuries. Frith was banged up. Cooley got hurt. Lucas has been out. Um, and that's just a start for a lot of skill players. C.J. Daniels still balled out. He's my player of the game offensively, by the way. He was phenomenal. He was the best offensive player. Um, that was one of the better offensive performances I've seen by a Liberty player in a long time. And, yeah, the Day-Day had a great game against BYU, and he had some great games last year. But C.J. came up in some really big moments in a close game. It was fantastic. For a guy who's not a quarterback to make that type of impact in the game was impressive. Defensively, I got to go with um, Jolly. Honestly, he's just been a guy who's been so consistent this year, and he's someone who uh, got a little banged up as well. So lots of different injuries, and this is a short week. I'm interested to see how they respond and where we go from here. But our offense saw a real defense for once, a team that has played against some of the best offenses in the country in Air Force, BYU, and um, Houston even, Houston's top 50. So now, and don't credit, I haven't looked at it, but I mean, they they have a lot of good talent. They're a power five team. Um, so, yeah, uh, and they lost a close one against Jacksonville State. Um, so, this is who we're playing next. Uh, I want to start with you, Jeremiah. What was your thoughts on the, all the game as a whole and um, your offensive defensive players of the game? Yeah, so I guess just uh, starting off real quick, um, like we mentioned, the offense rolled early. Um, Salter and company were able to roll down the, uh, the field pretty dang quick. I think it was like two minutes and some change to get in the end zone. Um, and then – Sam Houston State uh, responded back pretty quick. Um, as we mentioned a second ago, it looks like their offense maybe started to have some clicks and have some things firing on their on their end. Um, you shouted out C.J. Daniels, of course. Um, he just went absolutely nuts in this game, uh, especially with that one diving catch. I can't believe that. Like that was just a phenomenal catch. Um, Got to shout out Cooley a little bit too. Um, had a great game. Um, good, good on the rush yard. Good on the um, the blocking on the end. Uh, got injured. Um, don't know what that was. It looked like a dislocated shoulder or something. But I'm glad he was able to come back in and uh, ball out as well. Um, we only saw one appearance from the uh, Joker mask. Unfortunately, uh, I was hoping to see uh, a couple more at least. Um, but uh, Brian Green was able to get that mask out the mask out and put it on, um, getting that pick. Um, Jerome Jolly, again, as you mentioned, Ben, um, he's just been a force to reckon with on uh, on defense. He's been a huge player all, all season long. Um, Brandon Bishop's been stepping up. You know, he came in, transferred in this year, uh, been made, making big plays all season. Um, Kobe, um, he's had 
including this game, he's had a few um, bend don't break instances, I guess you would say. Um, he gave up a touchdown early, uh, but then again, saved the uh, saved the game, and there's the end. Um, and last but not least, um, you got to shout out uh, Sam Houston's front seven. Um, you were talking about how long they've been together and everything. They're electric. They when they're firing on all cylinders, they're hard to beat. Um, they played a great game, and um, going into my players of the game, I've got offense. Um, I feel like it's unanimous. I mean, I want to be different. But you got to go with CJ Daniels. You know, I think he had about five catches, a touchdown, um, the big, big reception. He just had an electric game. Uh, made big plays when we needed big plays. Um, I guess I can throw in uh, Caden as well um, to be a little bit different. Um, he was able to uh, beat the adversity there at the beginning. He threw a pick there. Um, not the best pass I've seen in my life for sure, but he was able to uh, get back on track and uh, lead the team to a dub. Um, and then on defense, um, you, you you picked Jerome, so I'm going to try to go different. Um, shoot. I could say Brylon or Kobe, honestly, because Brylon, again, got the pick. He got the only uh, turnover for the defense in, in the game, if I'm not mistaken. And then Kobe, obviously, he uh, he was tested a little bit, but he came up clutch in the very end and got the dub force in the end. So those are my picks. All right, Jeremiah, you can't have everybody. But um, <laughs> no, um, I, a lot of my thoughts are the same, just the, the toughness. To fight to the end for the team, um, playing through adversity. Um, as Ben said, we play through a lot of those games and we have those moments that we're like, okay, what's the defense doing? But uh, as I said earlier, they came up big with uh, Kobe. Um, but my defense player of the game is definitely Brylin. Um, he had the pick, he had three pass breakups, and he had like five or six tackles. He was all over the field um, for us. He even had two uh, QB pressures. Um, so Brylin had one heck of a game and, I, and he's a clear uh, defensive player of the game for me. Um, and I know Kobe came up big, but Brylin just had an overall better game in my opinion. Um, offensively, um, you mentioned Cooley and he's, he's definitely my offensive player of the game. Um because yeah, CJ had a great game. I think he, I think he definitely had the best game out of anybody on the offense. But I think the guts that Cooley played with, um, to go down, and get hurt, come back in, and make some crucial like big plays to to take some of the clock off in the second half, he ended up with over a hundred yards and a touchdown. Um, I think he's, I think he's my uh, offensive player of the game, and just all things considered, um, I think that we. I think that we should be thankful that we won this game because we definitely tried to give it to Sam Houston State in a couple areas. Um, just won by the offense, not playing very well in the second half. Um, and even when they did get a little bit going, we couldn't finish off because of Nick Brown. Um, but uh, just all around, I think, a, a good like learning win. It's good to win those games even though you don't play as great as you want to. And, yeah, those are my uh, thoughts and players of the game. Did you have a defensive player? Yeah, I said Brylin. Oh, well, you guys both picked Brylin. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, nah, Brylin's my I, – I, there's nobody else in the conversation for me but Brylin. I know Kobe had the big play, but I think Brylin was hands down better than Jolly, and I think for the whole game he was better than Kobe. 
Yeah, Brylin had a heck of a game. Um, I kind of wanted to uh, leave that uh, up for you guys because I was going to take CJ, who is the best offensive guy. But um, just to get into it, you know, a little bit um, to wrap up the game. You know, yeah, it's a tough game, but here's the thing: we won. Uh, there was a lot of things we need to work on. And again, it was a wake up call that yes, Caden is still a very, very talented quarterback, but he's still very young. He's going to make some mistakes. His offensive line as great as they are, are going to have bad games. And this was a bad game. Um, again, I, both of the X's, um, and then of course, Jordan and Jonathan and, um, uh, why am I blanking? Uh, but uh, blanking on the fifth lineman. Um, I know Jack Tucker gets there uh, in their rotating. Both well. X's, Jordan, Jonathan, and uh, Chase, Chase Mitchell. Mitchell. That's who it is. Yep, Chase Mitchell. Um, you know, they're all been very consistent this year, and this was a tough game, but they played against their best defensive line that they've had to. And – you know, I know the refs weren't the greatest. We're not going to get too deep into that because we just don't have the time. Um, but there were there were some good calls from them that Flames fans aren't going to like, and then there were some just unfair both-way calls, just like James and Jeremiah. We had talked in the game, you know. I, I get it for sure. Um, but, yeah, there was still – and then also for the clear there, I've been trying to put this out there. The reason why there was a free timeout at the end was because Kendi was down um, for a brief yeah. moment. And the and not very many people saw that. I was looking – looking, I could have a good – I saw Kendi, and I was like, what is he doing down on the knee? And then I think he was just getting up slow, and he was a little bit burnt out, to be honest. Um, so the whole injury timeout, you know – um, thing, you know, then they, they, they all come in on the field and then they all push. It was, yeah, it was a chaos, but I'm glad we won. Um, I want to move yeah, on can to I, the, let me, let me say one thing about that real quick. Um, if they blow the whistle for an injury timeout, like I understand why they blew it, but they didn't even make Kendi come off the field. So I, so as much as like, I, I understand what you're saying. I am still upset with that because they blew the whistle to bring everybody back. And then Sam Houston state took forever to come back. Like that needs to be a penalty if they're refusing to leave their huddle. Um, because that, like that was bogus. Um, just in a sense yeah. of how long they gave them. Yeah. Yeah. I understand it, but, but I mean, I, I, I get it though. They're, they're doing it cause they don't know, you know, he could be hurt, you know, and then, then, and then he gets pushed. You know what I mean? It's, it, it is what it is. Um, moving yeah. on, though, uh, 7.30 kick, Tuesday night, really quick turnaround. This is it's yeah, crazy. Uh, we had a press conference today. I forgot that we were going to have a press conference today. Um, not that I would be the one going to it. Um, but <laughs> I got to still uh, watch it and listen to what he has had to say. Um, I'm sure – uh, John has a write-up on it, a sea of red. I, I mean, I could read it. I'm probably going to give it a listen, though. I have it on my YouTube. I just haven't. I got too into the Texas A&M-Alabama game. Um, so, anyways, so I'll get to that um, probably tomorrow, to be honest. Um, but, um, you know, uh, it's it's weird as we go into this. It's a 7.30 kick down in Jacksonville, Alabama, not Florida, against Jacksonville, uh, Jacksonville State Gamecocks. And – 
you know, I believe Jeremiah, you're going to be at the game. Um, it's going to be on ESPNU. I want to start this off with you. Uh, what are you excited about this game? I mean, man, they got two different quarterbacks, Zion Webb and uh, Stowers. Um, Smothers. They're Smothers, kind of rotating. Smothers. Oh, Smothers, Smothers, not Stowers. Smothers, my bad. And then you, they got a really, 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 really talented tight end with a very good defense. Sean Brown, though, man, he's who I'm very nervous about. Um, that's just my quick thoughts. Jeremiah, I, I, you're going to be there, right? You're going down to this. This is exciting. What What's your first thoughts? Yeah, I'll be heading down there uh, early Tuesday morning. Um, I've been uh, talking back and forth with a lot of uh, JSU fans on Twitter, actually, um, several several of whom have uh, welcomed me to tailgates and everything. So I think that's, that's honestly one of the biggest things I'm excited for is to be able to go down there and make some new friends and see what JSU is all about. Um, But getting, getting into the game a little bit. um, Yeah. They got the, the, uh, the dual threat quarterback kind of thing going on there. Um, I think they both played a little bit in this last game. Um, They both looked really good. Um, They both have their strengths. They both have their weaknesses as well. They both have their strengths, both have their weaknesses. Um, Again, Sean Brown's monster on a tight end. Um, he's going to give us a fit. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how we're able to uh, suppress a little bit of his play. Um, I'm looking here. Um, they played Sam Houston, um, who we just played, obviously. Um, they, they went to overtime in that game. Um, so being able to uh, kind of compare the games between the two um, the two opponents there is going to be interesting. Um it's going to be a fun one. Um, they're very – their fan base is very excited for this game. They've been they've kind of had it circled, I think, themselves. Um, they've got a new whiteout kind of thing going on for them, new helmets and everything. That'll be fun to see see in person. Um, but, yeah, I think I think we are uh, – I think we, we can easily come out with a dub in, in this one. So, I think it'll be a tough one, but uh, I think we'll come out with a dub in the end. James? Yeah, my thoughts are uh, definitely in that same space with uh, Sam Houston State and Jacksonville State. Um, Sam Houston State played them really close, um, and, and I think we're going to play them very close, just like we did Sam Houston State. Um, my, my my thought with you is Sean Brown. I, I know he's really good. Um, I, I think our defense needs to needs to one on one him and Jolly. Uh, Jolly is a, a great coverage linebacker, and if they allow him to flow with him, I think it's going to be good for our defense um just in the sense of like i think jolly's the only linebacker that can cover him and if he can it'll free up uh free up the rest of our secondary to, to um cover their receivers um my only issue with that is is that webb can run the ball um and and jolly also is one of the only guys that can that can spy him um so it's definitely a tough job there with those two guys um this last week, uh, Smothers started, um, and Zion Webb came in uh, right at the end of the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter, and I think Webb played the rest of the game. Um, Webb had 186 passing yards um, and, a, and a few on the ground. Like his first play in the game, he had like a 50-yard run because um, me and Ben and Jeremiah were watching that together and uh, that that's definitely something that we have to uh, that we have to manage defensively um, I think that we have the def- I think that we have a defense that can contain this team um, 
a little bit better than um, than some people might think. Um, but again, it's that consistency. We're, we're, we are very young. As, as, as great of a game as Brylin Green had, he's just a sophomore. Um, and for him to show out like that, that's huge. But he's a sophomore. We can't expect that every game. Hopefully in the future we can. Um, but I don't expect that from from these guys every week. Um, on on the other side of that, like our offense, Caden's um, got to be a little bit more on target. Um he was not very on target with the deep ball against Sam Houston, um, but I think he's going to rein that in and uh, kind of control that. I, I think another thing Caden has to be better at is is the chirping, man. Like I was re-watching the game, and it seemed like every run or every pass that he hit, he's chirping, he's chirping at the sideline. He's chirping at the opposing defense. Like, no, just shut up and play the game, man. Um, let your game talk because I think that got in the way of him playing uh, to his best ability uh, this this past Thursday. Um, so I, I expect that catch Chadwell has probably addressed that. And I think he's going to be better on that. And I think he's going to be more locked in. Um, so I think that we're going to be prepared because I think that this game really did show us some issues, whether it's, um, whether it's Caden's arrogance sometimes, or it's just the inconsistency of our secondary. Sometimes Kobe and Reese are the only ones returning. And a, a note on Reese is, I didn't see him after the first quarter in that same Houston State game. I don't, I don't know what was up. I don't know why he wasn't out there. Um, but I think that's something to note going into this game. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of I, – I wouldn't be surprised if it was a little bit of an injury. So, there's a lot of injuries going on right now. So, um, that's something to be prepared for. I think we have the depth to overcome it. But um, we're very young at that. Um, even in our depth, that's very talented. Um the youth and the inexperience is still there. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you're right with Caden. Caden, I just want to talk about that real quick. That's my biggest worry about this. I wonder if he's going to be able to get get it, get another game together. You know, um, he relied heavily on C.J. Daniels. Our offensive line did not help out Caden. Um, so, like, not saying that uh, that's the whole story, but our running bit running game was pretty poor as well. Um, they really loaded the box. There were some really bad, um, I mean, even when, when Cooley was in there, you know, um, it was that there was times where he got stuffed, you know? Um, so, and that, I mean, like the coaches said, they had some really bad play calls. Um, it, I, that was one of the worst called Chadwell game that I've seen while he was at Coastal, whenever any game that I watched, and so far this year with Liberty, that was really bad. Um, there were some big time missed calls, um, especially when they got into that goal line situation, and then they had that little speed option with Bedgood. That Bedgood tried to act like he could get around five defenders. Um, he's a very talented player, but he's not, you know. Um, Dante Hall or someone like that, you know. Um, so he, uh, there was a lot of struggle. And Caden, I think he wasn't really as cocky as part in the first part of the year. He wasn't chirping as much, but 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 now he is. He's because yeah, he he's had he's had some great games, but until you put it together for a full season, I, I, you you just gotta just let the, your play. You know, you can get a little chirpy. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. But let your play do in the talk. And he missed a lot of balls. He missed Kyle, Kyle and Austin on what should have been a absolute 
teardrop of a ball. Um, and yeah, he had a couple of, he had that wide open pass to CJ and he had a couple of other darts to CJ one that CJ made a great play on, on that diving catch. And then uh, he put an, he put that one ball with EJ Smoot. If he, if he puts that out in front of him a little bit more, that's a touchdown. So it's, it, it's, it was a struggle and, and that's the thing. The the whole we need to chill out. It's cool to see on game day, you know, the cater for Heisman, all that stuff. But we need to chill. We need to pump the brakes. Let's uh, let's uh, continue to see what we can do from here on out. And this could be a big game, very very big game. Um, we're gonna hop into the predictions. Jeremiah, James, you have anything else to say? Sounds um, obviously horrible. Can't happen. Um, but I. And, and and I don't think the linemen should have had the same response that I did because um, I was riled up and I said, like when I when I played high school ball, if somebody did that to my quarterback, oh they'd be done. Uh, like I would I would mess them up, and and I don't think they need to do that, but I think they need to get in there and chirp more, man. Like they got to defend their quarterback a little bit more, um, and and that's just something that I want to see from the line as well um, because they didn't like they didn't get in there too much. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat there. Um, I was pretty angry about that no call as well, um, among some other no calls. But, yeah, um, if we're going to lead into um, the predictions here, uh, let's see. I'm looking at the scores, and it looks like Jacksonville State's put up some decent uh, numbers on offense and uh, put up some pretty good numbers as far as scoring-wise. So I can see this being a – a higher scoring game, especially with, you know, the atmosphere down at JSU. Um, I guess he back and forth. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say I think our offense definitely clicks a little bit more this week. Um, hmm. Let's say I'm going to go 38-35. I think it's going to be a nail biter, and I think we uh, come away with the win uh, in the late stages of the game. Yeah, um, I am not as confident in this game as I have been the rest. I like, it, and I wasn't as confident against Sam Houston because I knew how good their defense was. But Jacksonville State's a legit team. Um, their numbers are not far off from ours in terms of their defensive yards per game allowed. Um, their rush yards allowed are actually a little bit less. Um, so I think that's going to be a big thing for us. we got to be able to run the ball on them. Because um, if we can, they do allow a good amount of passing yards. So if we can establish that run, I think that we win handily, um, just in a sense of I think our offense will flow. But then again, their offense is not bad. So my predictions, um, 35 to 34, uh, Liberty, uh, just in a sense, I think that we're going to hold them to a little bit less like touchdowns and they're going to have to settle for some field goals and that's going to keep them behind us. But I would not be surprised if it went the other way. Yep. Yep. I, this is the first game that I truly could see us losing. I was nervous about UB just because I knew the talent of them and then they just didn't show up. But hey, now they're showing up all of a sudden. Crazy. Yep. Um, so, um, so uh, moving on with uh, Jacksonville State, though, yeah, uh, this is the game that I have. I'm very nervous about outside of Western Kentucky, Kentucky, especially the short week, how we played. But here's the thing: 
I also, despite all the dings and all that, I could see us absolutely running away from this game too. I could, I could see that. I really could. Um, them somehow having a big turnaround. Um, but I'm not going to go with that. Um, man, part of me wants to say we're going to lose this game. Um, really. Um, just the way that everything's going. And if we play like we did against Sam Houston State, we we might. <laughs> we might. Um, I think if we play like Jack- we did against Sam Houston, we will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree yeah, too. And, and Jacksonville State, I don't think people realize if you if you haven't turned on the TV for those past two games, they were down pretty big against Sam Houston, and they were down pretty big against uh, who they just played. Oh, my goodness. Middle Tennessee. They were down 2037. Right. Yeah, that's right. I don't know why I couldn't. I thought it was Middle Tennessee um, in my head, but I for some reason I didn't want to say it. Um, uh, so, yeah, they were down pretty big both of those games. And yeah, they uh, they won both of them and scored pretty sizable points. You know, um, they they ended up beating up on Middle Tennessee State pretty bad, and their defense really performed. So, final score I'm going with I'm going with a actually lower score than you guys. Um, I think it's gonna be like twenty twenty one Liberty. Um, I think yeah, I could even see twenty four. Um, points out of Jacksonville State, but I can see. I think we're going to go twenty-eight, twenty-one. Um, it's it's going to be tough. This is a road game, short week. They're probably going to trap. Yeah, they're going to travel on Monday, so they really only have two days at, at here, you know, um, and then a half a day here. So, um, and then seven thirty kick ESPNU. Uh, huge. This is going to be great uh this is gonna be one of the g5 game of the weeks it is it's probably in the top three um so this is this is big great for conference usa that jacksonville state's showing out um shoot they should be undefeated i i think they performed pretty well against coastal um so until they had that onside kick on them and then from there they kind of just sputtered um but uh, it seems like they've recovered from that. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, Jeremiah, um, I, I, because you're going to the game, do you have anything else to say about just shouting out? What are you looking forward to with that? And shout out any fans? Main thing, like I said, I'm looking forward to um, getting to meet up with a lot of the guys I've been able to uh, go back and forth and banter with on Twitter. Um, it seems like there's some pretty solid guys, actually. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, getting to meet up with them, getting to tailgate with the, uh, another school, being able to be welcome to, uh, see what that's all about there. Um, I'm excited to be, be there a really good game. Um, I expect it to be a good atmosphere. Um, I'm hoping I can see a good amount of flames fans there, um, to help, help me cheer on the flames. Um, but yeah, you know me, I love to travel for games. I love being able to uh, rep the flames. So Lots to look forward are, to. Are and, you uh, sitting on the on the on our side? Yes, I'm sitting on your side. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I yes, I will absolutely be sitting on our side. Um, I'm guessing you're referencing the uh, the band thing, the Southerners band. 
I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I oh. just was wondering where you were sitting. Oh, you're just playing with me. But no, you, no, um, you, no, no, you're just you're overthinking this. As always. Um. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So they're band, they're marching band. I think they're called the Marching Southerners or something like that. Um. Apparently, they're a really good band. Um. I'll probably will at one point, probably during halftime or something like that, during a break. Go over there and uh, check them out. Maybe take a few videos of them and uh, see if uh, see if I can get to talk to anybody over there. Hopefully, I won't get uh, get assaulted or anything. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be walking around the stadium, um, seeing what the venue looks like, um, seeing how how um, how that venue will be able to fare against the uh, the other CUSA teams and everything. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Uh, it's gonna be a tough game. Um, expect a I expect a really good game and um, a good day down there. Yeah, for sure. I'm exciting. I'm excited. Um, uh, yeah, so after that, um, I haven't been able to do this in a little while. Um, I mean, we did it, and then it got cut off. So, uh, Flames. 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 <laughs> there it is. Go, go Flames. And I God was muted. 